0: hey guys welcome back to another episode i'm so excited to be back on with you guys so this episode is something different but listen we love different over here okay so this episode is going to be a read and review right i'm not reading to you guys i am expounding on a book that i'm reading uh many of you may or may not know y'all know that's my favorite saying many of you may or may not know that um this year, uh, God has me on a journey to where I am not doing TV right now. I don't know how long I didn't set a limit on it, but instead of watching TV or reality shows that I would normally watch, I am uh, making a conscious effort to read more, listen to audio books or podcasts, something that's helping me. And not only that, to apply what I'm reading and what I'm taking in. I believe that uh, we have more power than we think to change our lives. I believe that God is absolutely in control, but I believe that we also got to partner with Him as well. Now, before you turn this episode off and you're like, I don't want to read, I don't want to listen to no story. Listen, this book um, that I'm reading is called The One Thing by Gary Keller, right? And um, it just talks about, you know, the importance. Um, The Surprisingly Simple Truth Behind Extraordinary Results. And again, it's called The One Thing by Gary Keller. Um, Again, I'm not reading to you guys. There's no set order that I'm going in. Um, this is something new. I've never done a read and review before. This just dropped in my spirit today as I was reading the book. And I was just like, it would be great to kind of share the nuggets and the downloads that I am getting as I'm reading with you guys um, so that we can grow together. And if you want to purchase this book, you can check the show notes. I'm not uh, getting paid to promote this book. This is just something that I really want to do from my heart. I really want us to grow together. And if you do purchase this book, send me a message on Facebook or Instagram or email me and let me know that you got the book. And we can go over it together in my inbox or however you want to do it. But like I said, I'm not going in any set order. I'm actually in chapter nine and chapter nine talks about big is bad. Now you may hear me flipping through some pages. Like I said, I've never done this before, um, a reading review, but we're going to see how it goes. Um, I'm in chapter nine and again, that chapter is big is bad, right? And the quote on this page, it, it says, we are kept from our goal, not by obstacles, but by a clear path to a lesser Goal, right? We are kept from our main goal, not by our obstacles or not by obstacles, but by a clear path to a lesser goal. So a lot of times we have a goal in our mind, but we are kept from that by a clear path to a lesser goal. So we'll choose the lesser goal over the real goal that we have in our mind because we feel like it's too big, right? And this chapter talks about how a big opportunity is better than a small one. A big opportunity is better than a small opportunity. And a lot of times we go for what seems easy. We go for what seems comfortable, right? We go for what seems comfortable, right? And so anything, and when we talk about like big or if we mention like a Big achievement, or you know, something that seems like a big task. Task most of the time, our first thoughts are it's hard, it's complicated, it's time consuming. Time consuming is a big one. It's difficult to get there. You think about how you may potentially fail, you think about it being overwhelming, you think about it being intimidating. All of those reasons are valid, but a lot of times these feelings are what causes us to go for the smaller goal rather than aiming big. Now, there are times when I have aimed big before, but then if a failure comes or what looks like a failure, then I'll go for something smaller and say, oh, that path must not have been meant for me. Or, you know, maybe I need to go back and try, you know, A, B, and C, which was something smaller. When in fact, failure is just proof that you are sometimes going in the right direction. So stick with me on tonight or stick with me on today, right? A lot of times we'll come up with this megaphobia, a megaphobia is the irrational fear of big. Like you're really afraid of big. Like you won't say it, but you are afraid of big. When you think about planning big things, or when you think about the life that you want to live, such as getting out of uh, getting your credit better, that may bring on megaphobia. That may bring on some type of fear when thinking about getting your credit better, because you're like, okay, what does that take? What does it look like? I don't already don't have the money, you know, to get up out of this financial hole. That I'm in, so it can bring one some type of fear, it can make you feel overwhelming, right? That can feel big, or you may be wanting to start a new business, and you may be like, Man, what does that look like? You know, how am I gonna start the business? You know what we like to say, it takes money to make money, right? So, when we connect big with bad, right? (laughs) When we connect big with bad, we trigger shrinking thinking when we connect big with bad we trigger shrinking thinking what does that mean that when you start associating big with bad then you start triggering thinking that is small right you lower your trajectory to feel safe right you stay where it feels comfortable but the opposite is really true guys when big is believed to be bad small thinking rules the day and big never sees the light of it right Big never sees the light of it. And so the the fact of the matter is we got to get to a point where um we think without limitless, where limits, where we become limitless, right? Because borders and boundaries, they may be clear on the map, but when we apply them to our lives, the lines are so important. I mean, the lines aren't as apparent, right? And so you got to tell yourself this, right? There is no ultimate ceiling. When, when you hear that saying the sky is the limit because it is right. If you say the sky is the limit, there's no ceiling in the sky. And you, can go high, how, you can go how high as you want to go up there. There's no limit. There's no ceiling in the sky. But why do we put limits on ourselves, right? Why do we limit ourselves? Why do we do it? And so over here in chapter 9, there's a section that says going big, right? And it says, thinking big is essential to extraordinary results. It says that success requires action and action requires thought. But here's the catch. The only actions that become springboards to succeeding big are those informed by big thinking to begin with, right? And so that means that the only actions that will bring forth success to, to bring forth big success or major success it comes as a result of big thinking so could it be that you are not seeing the big success that you want to see because you are not thinking big enough right I jumped over a few pages and it talks about how uh Scott Forstall uh he was in this company right and he he was he started the recruiting talent to his newly formed team and he warned that you know he warned them that there was a top secret project that he was working on and he told them that this project would provide ample opportunities uh to make mistakes and struggle but eventually we may do something that we'll remember for the rest of our lives so he told them this he gave this curious pitch to to everyone across the company but only took those who immediately jumped at the challenge he was looking for growth-minded people you know and this man he was eventually the senior vice president at apple his team created the iphone that secret top secret Project that he was talking about that he pitched to the superstars across the company, they eventually ended up creating the iPhone. But he only chose the people who jumped immediately when he said that this is an opportunity to make mistakes and struggle, but eventually we may do something that we'll remember for the rest of our lives. And as you know, it, I'm pretty sure most of us have iPhones and most of us are familiar with Apple, and those are things that we will remember for the rest of our lives all because of a team got together and they were not afraid to make mistakes they were not afraid to to struggle right and so a growth when you think about a growth mindset growth minded people they don't see any limits while you have people with a fixed mindset, those people, they see limits, they make excuses. If they fail, they're afraid to get back up. But then you have growth minded people that say things like, so what if I fail, that brings upon challenge and another opportunity for me to get better, right. And so we want to make sure that we're tapping into that growth mindset versus the fixed mindset. And honestly, a lot of us came from backgrounds where we saw our grandma or where we saw our mom or where we saw our family members operate from a fixed mindset so unfortunately that's all that we know but that can be changed you can teach yourself how to develop a growth mindset and that's something that you have to continue water watering because in one season you can have a growth mindset but if all hell began to break through in your life or all hell began to break loose in your life You'll find yourself going back to that fixed mindset. You'll find yourself going back to thinking limited. You'll find yourself going back to placing those boundaries on your life, right? And so big stands for greatness. Big stands for extraordinary results, right? If you pursue a big life, then you are pursuing the greatest life that you can possibly live. And to live great, you have to think big. And I'm still in the book, right? And so... I'm going to go down to uh, the chapter called Blowing Up Your Life. And it talks about don't fear big, fear mediocrity, fear waste, fear the lack of living to your fullest, right? When we fear big, we either consciously or subconsciously work against it, right? We either run towards lesser outcomes and opportunities, or we simply run away from the big ones. If courage Isn't the absence of fear, but moving past it. Then thinking big isn't the absence of doubts, but moving past them. Only living big will you let, will let you experience your true life and work potential. Right? So this is one of my favorite ones. So if you're still rocking with me on this episode, just listen in here. And I'm not trying to convince you guys, right? I am done with convincing, okay? Um, I have to uh, speak to and water those who are just really tired of being the same. Because if you are okay with being the same, then you wouldn't be ready for this message right now. And that's okay because we all have our own journeys and our own processes, right? But I love you and I'm praying for you if that is you. Um, but for those of you who are tuning in and who's like, man, yes, I really need to hear this. Let's keep going. Um, so we, so I'm now on the big ideas part, right? And it talks about thinking big, right? And it says avoid thinking that simply asks this question. What do I do next? We should not be asking the question, what do I do next? Right? This is the easiest way to a slow lane to success. At worst, the off ramp, you need to ask bigger questions. Like if you have a goal that it's 10, you need to ask the question, how can I reach 20? If you know that you are living paycheck to paycheck, instead of asking what should I do next, you need to be asking how can I not live paycheck to paycheck again? If you are um, tired of being in broken relationships. You don't need to ask the question of how can I, um, or you don't need to ask the question of what do I do next? You need to be asking the question of how can I not continue to go into cycles of being in broken relationships, right? So you want to ask the question of how can I, right? You want to set a goal far above what you want. That you'll be building a plan that guarantees that you will meet your original goal, right? So again, if you set a goal that you want to lose 10 pounds, you need to ask the question of how can I lose 20 pounds, if that makes sense, right? So number two says... Don't order from the menu. So Apple celebrated 1997 Think Different ad campaign, and they featured people like Einstein, Picasso, Gandhi, and others who saw things differently. And I love this part, guys, because I I believe that God created me to think differently too. But sometimes I don't always think on that. You know, sometimes I don't always follow through with it. But I decree and declare that those of us who think differently, we will have the boldness and the confidence to do what it is that God called us to do. Right? But don't order from the menu, right? So again, Apple celebrated people who th- think different in 1997. The point was that they didn't choose from the available options. These people that they celebrated, they imagined outcomes that no one else had. They ignored the menu and they ordered their own creations. As the ad reminds us, people who are crazy enough to think that they can change the world are the ones that usually do, right? Number three, act bold. Big thoughts go nowhere without bold action. I'm going to say that again. Big thoughts go nowhere without bold action. Once you've asked a big question, pause to imagine what life looks like with the answer, right? If you still can't imagine it, go study people who have already achieved it, right? So big thoughts go nowhere without bold action. So we got to make sure that we are taking action. Number four, don't fear failure. Do not be afraid of failure. It's a part of the journey and it leads to extraordinary results as success. So you have to adopt a growth mindset and don't be afraid of where it can take you. Extraordinary results aren't built solely on extraordinary results, they're built on failure too. And like I said, if a lot of us understood that when you make a failure or when you have a failure or when you experience failure, That doesn't necessarily mean that you need to stop. Most of the time, that means that you need to keep going. Again, extraordinary results aren't built solely on extraordinary results. They're also built on failure too. In fact, it would be accurate to say that we fail our way to success. We fail our way to success. How does that sound, right? When we fail, we stop and ask, what do we need to do to succeed, learn from our mistakes, and grow? So don't be afraid to fail. See it as part of your learning process. Keep striving for your true potential. Do not let small thinking cut your life down to a size. Think big, aim high, at bold, and see how big you can blow up your life, right? So that was uh, my reading review for today, right? And so I'm going to title this episode, Think Big or think bigger, think big, big and bigger. Right. And, um, I just hope you guys enjoy this. Like, I think I'm going to be doing more reading reviews. It, it can be challenging a little bit to look up and down, uh, flipping through the pages. Cause I don't really like noises on the episode, but we'll figure this thing out. I just believe that it's so powerful, uh, to share what the information that God has given me, or I either learn, I feel like, pouring it out to you guys is so important. And even though the Praying Single Mom is a ministry, it's also a movement, right? It's also something that God is going to use. Um, I believe God is gonna use the Praying Single Mom to reach so many people, so many women in a way um, that just, it hasn't been done before, right? And so I hope this episode blessed you guys. And again, I am reading the one thing by Gary Keller right and this is a New York Times bestseller a Wall Street Journal bestseller and if you want that book just go look for it over on Amazon I'm sure or online and if you enc- enjoyed this episode post it in your stories and tag me I would be so happy and also guys be sure to leave um, a review be sure to rate and review the podcast all right thank you guys and be blessed